Well, hello, and welcome to the next episode of Just Jackie in Her Car. And today, she is back in her car, and she just got in it, so you're going to hear the air blasting, because Mama don't like it hot. So, big shout out to my sister-in-law, because she's the one that gave me the idea for today's podcast. I had completely forgotten about my mother's hoarding habit. Now, we're not talking hoarders as in that TV show that gives me the heebie-jeebies. Also makes me feel really good about my house, but then I feel bad and then I start cleaning after I watch an episode of that show. I, ugh, I know it's a mental illness, but oh dear Lord. So anyway, she had listened to the last one and she was like, you gotta talk about the towels. And at first I was like, what do you mean the towels? But it was the amount of towels that my mother had. So let me give you a little background here. Jack and Joan, their real names, both grew up as children during World War II. And my father in the Netherlands, also known as Holland, and my mother in England. And my mother lived through rationing. And a lot, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is rationing didn't magically go away at the end of World War II. Actually, bread was the last thing to come off of ration, and that was almost five or six years after World War II ended. So, grew up, you know, food was important, not to be wasted. She was one of three children. Obviously learned, you know, got to take care of stuff, need to have it. So, I think... This is my pop psychology moment of the podcast. For them, especially my mother, comfort was a pantry full of food. And sheets and towels, the color that she wanted, and as many as she wanted. We used to joke, because like, when my mother was alive, if you went to get something, what do you need? What do you need? I'll get it for you. You you didn't go in the cabinets. You didn't go in drawers and stuff. She'd get it for you. And he used to joke. I used to have a joke that, you know, you needed top secret clearance to get anything out of the refrigerator. Also that she was a master of Tetris because that's how she was able to fit everything in her refrigerator. So when my mom first got sick and was in the hospital and the rehabilitation hospital, my dad was home alone and He's pulling stuff out to eat, and I start looking at dates on things, and I start noticing how old some of this food is, and I'm like, oh, dear God, Daddy, you can't eat that. That expired like two years ago. Oh, it's still fine, Jacqueline. It's not a problem. (laughs) Side note, I remember when my mother was alive going to her house, and one time I was like, oh, can I have one of these yogurts? Sure. I mean, it wasn't like you couldn't have anything. But the kind of thing was you always asked first. Not a problem. It's what I was used to. Sure, Jacqueline, you can have a yogurt. So as I grab the yogurt, creature of habit, I look at the date on it. And it had expired three months before that date. And I went to throw it away. And my mom just looks at me completely horrified. Jacqueline, what are you doing? I said, "Um, I'm throwing the yogurt away, Mama. It's three months past its expiration date. Oh, it's yogurt. That doesn't matter. It's fine. And proceeds to convince me for the next five minutes to eat this expired yogurt. I didn't. I waited till she left the room and then I threw it away. But anyway, I digress. 
I got a taste of Joan's hoarding habits many years before. When I was in college, she had to have a complete hysterectomy. And every time my mom had some kind of surgery, they always had to put these things on her legs to stop them from swelling. So she comes home wearing this compression hose. Oh, you want to talk about a bitch to get on and off? Anyway, and she couldn't move around very much. I mean, she'd had major abdominal surgery and she was really restless one afternoon. I was like, well, what can I do to help? I want to clean out the canned food cupboard. I was like, okay, you just sit there. I'll pull it all out and we'll organize it. Great. So I start pulling things out and as I'm pulling them out, I'm trying to group it because, you know, mild OCD even back then. I'm grouping things and I notice like almost every third can I'm pulling out is a can of green beans. And I'm like, whoa. And I just keep on pulling them out, keep pulling out. Well, when we're done, there is this huge pile of cans of green beans. So, of course, I have to count them. And I mean, we're talking, this is mm, over 30 years ago. And I can still remember there were 39 cans of green beans. So it was like 39 cans of green on the wall, 39 cans. Anyway, 39 cans of green beans. So I look at Joan and I'm like, Mama, why do we need so many cans of green beans? Well, we like them. And when Harry's teacher had some three for a dollar, I just pick them up. So I was like, well, I don't think you need to pick them up anymore, right? So that had become a running joke. And then after that, kind of didn't mess with the cupboards. I left home, da-da-da-da. Fast forward, Joan's in the hospital, Jack's eating expired food, Jacqueline's getting a little worried about it. So, mission clean out the pantry begins. And I really wish TikTok had been around back then, because this is three years ago now. Maybe TikTok was, but I wasn't on TikTok. Because every once in a while, I'll see this TikTok of kids, or even grown kids, at a parent's or grandparent's house... And they play this competition. Who can find the thing that's been expired the longest? Oh my God, that would have been the best game to play when we were pulling this stuff out. There were cans that had um, blown. I'm like, well, hello, botulism 101. There was, oh, there were so many things. So many things. And actually, I digress to another comment. In England, as a kid growing up, we always had a pantry full of food, which was great. And then I remember when we left England to move back to America, I was 14, 15, and we were cleaning out the cupboards, and my mom find this spotted dick. Don't go there. It's not what you think. It's a steamed pudding that came in a can, and you put it in boiling water. I don't know if you poke holes in it. I can't quite remember. But <laughs> we found it in the cabinet and looked at it. And this is, okay, this is so long ago. This is before they really were strict about putting expiration dates on things. And the only reason we knew how old this was was because there was a competition on the label. And the entry date for the competition was 1974. We left England in 1983. Yeah, let's pause to do some mental math there. So needless to say, do you see a repeating pattern here? So, we start going through things. 12 
trash bags later, we've gotten rid of anything that is suspect, possibly contaminated, expired, not going to risk Jack's health on it. There were so many jars of jelly, Joan could have hosted her own Jelly of the Month Club. And the funny thing is, I remember her taking her to, my mother didn't drive, taking her to Big Lots and these other places and she'd see the jams and jelly, especially if they came from Europe. Oh, I have to get this. Your father will love this. Oh my God, Jack would have had to been eating jam three times a day to go through what she was buying. Jack would have been diabetic if he ate all the jelly that Joan bought. Yes, there's a little alliteration in there for you people. Anyway couldn't convince my dad to get rid of the jelly because you know it's got sugar in it Jacqueline it will last not too long ago because I spend every other weekend with my dad he was like yeah I want some jelly on this I was like well let's go to the jam of the month that you wouldn't let me get rid of have y'all ever heard of lemon curd I love it it's one of my favorites anyway it's made out of lemons hence it is yellow I pulled out two jars of lemon curd that looked like it had stayed out in the sun too long and had a really good tan. No lie, it was brown. So I hold it up and my dad goes, oh yeah, I guess we need to start getting rid of that stuff. You think? So, food was one thing that my mother <laughs> had a well stock, a good stock of, slash kind of hoarded. Anyway, um, oh, Another one that just popped into my head. There's so many. Tea bags. Of course, being a good English woman, we loved our tea. And she liked this rose black tea. Because English tea is black tea. Um, the tea we used to buy in England was PG Tips. But that's kind of expensive to get here. So she found this rose brand tea. And that's the one she liked. And it's the one that comes with these little uh, pottery ornaments in it. In England, they were called Wade Whimsies. Um, I don't know what they're called here. I remember my mom had like bags full of those things because she'd always save them. 15 boxes of tea bags. <laughs> One five, you heard me correct. I think we've gone through about five of them and I've given several of them away to friends who are like, oh, I like that tea here, want a box? Yes, trying to get, trying to get the stock down a little bit. So, food was the, is the first thing I think of when I think of my mom's um, collecting tendencies. I just can't call Joan a hoarder. So, after she died, going through her clothes and her shoes and all of that stuff in her big walk-in closet upstairs. That was the closet you didn't go in. Um... I also remember on several times taking my mother to Bath and Body Works because she wanted to get hand soap because she always liked to have gifts on hand if, you know, it was somebody's birthday or an occasion. And Bath and Body Works, you know, lots of people like it. It's a great gift to keep on hand. 71 bottles of hand soap. You know, this was pre-COVID. I should have held on to it because I probably could have sold the stuff online for a mint. But I knew my dad would never use all of it. And my feeling was I tried very hard when I went through all my mother's stuff was to find people to give it to who could use it. 
Um, I found people to use her diabetic testing supplies. I found, I mean, I did a lot of research. So there's a great place called the Shepherd Center in the town where my mom and dad live. And um, the cool thing about it is they have this really great thrift shop and all the proceeds stay in the town and go to help people there. Unlike Goodwill. Goodwill has lots of issues. So after Mackenzie, Melissa, myself, and anybody else I knew had gone shopping for the, for the scents that we liked, the rest of them went to this place. Well, talking about having presents, you need a gift bag or wrapping paper or ribbon. My mom had the mother of all... Okay, I saw this meme and I remember posting it. Is your mom really mom unless she has a gift bag full of other gift bags? Joan won the competition. She had like three huge bags full of other gift bags. But it wasn't just gift bags. There was also tissue paper that had been refolded and smoothed down. And then I found this one box... And I'm not going to get emotional because it, it, there's enough time passed. I just, I, I, I smile and I laugh about it now. But rolled up in it was the ribbon of almost every gift I think I'd given my mom. Because I love to put like fancy ribbon around my presents. She'd saved all of it. And curling ribbon. And you know the stick-on bows? Yeah, those weren't stick-on. Those were had a loop of tape put on the back of them because she believed in reusing those. I never forget, and I talked about this at my mom's funeral, we would joke about, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, and my mom would be like, I've been doing that before anybody else made a big deal out of it and made signs and t-shirts for it. So, <laughs> that was another one of our hoarding tendencies. The towels. My mother must have had a thing for yellow towels. And blue and white striped ones, too, but yellow especially. The towels that were downstairs in her bathroom from several years ago, they were literally frayed on the edge where they'd been washed so much. And I kept on saying, Mama, you get some new towels down. Oh, I'll do it next week. I'll do it next week. So after Mama passed away and I was you know, helping Daddy get things sorted out and stuff, I got rid of all those and went upstairs and brought down all these towels. And Daddy was like, did you go buy those? I'm like, uh, no, sir. I just went shopping, you know, in the Walmart linen closet y'all have upstairs. Hand towels, washcloths, bath towels. Plenty for him. And they're, they're folded up and, and in his bathroom so he doesn't have to go up and downstairs each time he does laundry. That barely made a dent in the number of towels. My dad and I did this project where we made quilts and we bought book bags and we put um, like toothbrushes, toothpaste, that kind of stuff in them and a washcloth. Oh no, we didn't go buy the washcloths. They came out of the Walmart linen closet and there's still plenty of them left. My son, I gave him like three complete sets of towels, hand towels and washcloths when he moved into his last apartment, you know, so we had clean towels because his were worn out from... Um, he'd had the same one since college still there are stacks of towels so don't have to worry about that now when it comes time to wash those towels detergents not a problem my mother loved to tell me when she would get detergent on sale or yet again whenever I take her grocery shopping like if she had a coupon and oh, I ended up getting that for only this much 
also, Mama, love a good deal too. I didn't put two and two together, like where was all this detergent going? And then were they really going through that much detergent? Because it was just the two of them. Then I go out to the workshop, which is across the driveway from my parents' house. And that's actually where the washer and dryer is. It was the workshop that my dad and brother built to put all the windows and supplies that came when the log cabin that my dad and brother built from scratch was delivered. That's a whole other story. So that has the washer and dryer in it. I go out there and I see a couple of bottles and I'm like, oh, daddy, I'll have to get you some detergent soon. Oh no, Jacqueline, come back here. And there's a door and there's a whole nother half of the building. I go back there, 40 bottles of detergent, all, uh, no gain, I'm trying to think, a lot of all free, and then about four things of Tide. And I'm just looking at it going, oh my dear God. Where, I mean, she, oh, oh, but that's not where all of it was originally. A lot of it was shoved in her closet too. And when we cleaned it out, my husband starts reaching back and he's like, you know, the magician that keeps on pulling the scarves out Well, with his long arms, he just kept on pulling out more and more detergent that she had shoved in this one like cubby corner that you really couldn't see what was in there. So then when, when we put it all in the workshop with what was already in there, it ended up being 40 bottles. The irony is my father doesn't even like Tide and it irritates his skin. So those four bottles went home with Tyler. So at least I knew he had detergent for a while. No, he does. He takes care of himself. But just, you know, this is how it was given away. So that's for washing clothes. Now when it comes to washing dishes, let's not forget the dish soap. We had at least 25 bottles of that. I'm kidding, not kidding y'all. You cannot make this stuff up. 25 bottles. All different brands too. She wasn't consistent with her brand of dishwashing soap as much. So yeah, every time my dad runs low, I make sure to bring another bottle down and put it under the kitchen sink so he doesn't have to go upstairs. I just, I'm a little hesitant with him going up and down those stairs when nobody else is home. So we, we joke about it and we joke about how mama wanted to make sure daddy was well taken care of, which she always took awesome care of everybody. But yeah, I've never had to buy any of that stuff. And one time I was cleaning his bathrooms and I'm like, oh, I'm going to need toilet bowl, toilet bowl cleaner soon. And then I hear this voice in my head going, no, you don't. She's got it stashed somewhere. Went back out to the workshop, looked behind that door. Oh yeah. We got window cleaner. We got toilet bowl cleaner. We had, um, oh, shout, you know, the stuff you do for laundry stains. It was all there, all there. And then I leave you with the blueberry jelly. Now you knew about the jar of the month club. Well, going through, hello, Mr. State Trooper. I'm not doing anything wrong and I slowed down. Thank you. You have a great day and drive on. Thank you so much. I'm on the interstate. Anyway, about to get off. So I'm going through and I'm pulling all this stuff out and I pull out this one small glass jar and I look at it and I see my handwriting. And I'm like, what the heck is this? It was homemade blueberry jelly that I made, or my husband and I made, when we lived in Alaska, when my son was two years old, 
and we went out and picked wild blueberries and then bought the jars and figured out how to make blueberry jelly and so then we made it and canned it and then that Christmas we sent it to everybody you know homemade Alaskan blueberry jelly my son's 25 gonna be turning 26 in August yeah it had never been opened and when I showed it to my dad he goes yeah she said she was saving that for a special occasion so yeah, we still have a good giggle. And even now, things will still surface in places and my dad will find things. And it's just like, she's still taking care of us that many years later. So I don't like to look at it as hoarding. It was more just, you know, pre-stocking of supplies. But my mother was very good at doing it. So that's the story and thank you to my sister-in-law for giving me the idea for this because it has provided many giggles and we laughed through quite a few tears right after she died when we started going through this stuff but it all went back to she always cared about the people around her <laughs> and like I said at her funeral if I can be half the person that she was I'm gonna be okay so you keep on doing you, and I'm going to keep on doing me, just Jackie, in my car.